Happy National Tequila Day. You are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Matt Tack, and I am joined in the studio this evening by Jake from the Atones. We opened the show with their song, a real song, from their recent release, Eviction Notice. Followed it with Low Tom, their new release, Covered Wagon. They're going to be at Rough Trade on August 12th, and that song we just heard was by wave action their song television who i just recently saw out in portland when i was out there for pdx pop now uh great great weekend of music and i need to hit up the people at radio free brooklyn to see whether we can start uh something along those lines jake thanks very much for for coming in um we are not wearing matching shirts just yet (laughs) but i did bring you a second shirt that i own oh my god so we can take a picture I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then we also have tequila. So Perfect. we are all set for an evening of rock and roll. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, hey, a real song. I love that uh, bluesy, heavy vibe that you got going on with it. It's a great album opener. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, um, the reception's been really good for the album as well, from what I've been sort of been able to find online. Yeah, I mean... This is some, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. Yeah. Am I clipping? I think I am. Uh, yeah. Got a big whoa. No, I'm definitely still clipping. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's my headphones. Sounds all right to you? Uh, it sounds. It sounds a little. Uh, it sounds a little loud. So that's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, so when I when I reading the notes on the band and you do the production, so you're all yeah, on top of the it. Clipping. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's been cool. We put it out in October. Um. And we went on tour uh, for like about a month when we put the record out, and that was great. And now we're going on. We're about to. We're we're kind of in the middle of tour. We did already a couple weeks, but we're going about to do a month uh, next week. And we're still touring the album, trying to get more people checking it out and working on new music. But (laughs) there was a long gap between you sort of released the single, Mm. uh, right? For what could I do in December? Yeah. And then um, December 2015. Yeah. And it was was that was that planned? Did you want it to be that that long, or were you just uh, being a perfectionist to get it to, to no, come out? Or no, when we were the album was done when we when we released that single. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. That's a it actually goes deeper than you than you know because I actually <laughs> okay. released Believe Find My Baby and Gene a year before that. Okay. Or a year before, what could I do? In January of 2015, <laughs> but I took them. I I I mixed it and it was it was okay, but I ended up taking it down and redoing it. Um, but I don't know, you know, album quote unquote album cycles. Just trying to like ride some kind of album cycle wave. So I was sitting on it for a bit and just trying to figure out what to do with it. Right. Um, and then. I don't know. Just, I mean, a bunch of stuff happened. There was stuff going on with this other band I was in, and that band broke up last year. And it was sort of like once we just, once that was clear that was breaking up, it was like, all right, here we go. We got to put this album out. Before that, before I knew that that band was breaking up, this, the Yatones was more, it was just a little bit more fluid and flexible of when I would put the album out. Okay. I don't know, but the timing worked out. Um, Now, who are you currently playing with? In the band, uh, the members. Yes. Well, so it's me and Doug Burns, 
um, who's like one of my best friends and was also in this other band. We were in this other band together, that's how I know him. But uh, him and I are like the main staples. Mm -hmm. And then we've gone through a bunch of... We, we play with a bunch of different drummers. And there's a, there's a couple of different drummers on the album. Right. Um, uh, a bunch of... There's this guy, Dylan Tracy, who's been great and has played on most of the recordings, which have been amazing. And for the last year and a half, we were playing with this guy, Harrison Keyfline, an incredible drummer in New York. And then just recently, we've moved to this new drummer, Jacob... Uh, Cavell, who is fantastic, and he's been on the road with us for this tour and for the next thing. And now, it is you, you talk about going on the road and doing doing the tour? Um, so it it's like that. If you're going to drum for the Atones, if you're going to be in yeah. the Atones, then it's a commitment unto itself. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, it is. It is. It's interesting. You know the the dynamics of this band, every band is just different. Mm -hmm. And like I've, we were, me and Doug were in this other band called the Mefe for years. And you know, that was like the same, at least, I mean, it was a 10 piece band at times, but it was at oh. least the same seven people for seven years. Okay. And then, you know, that was like a very bandy kind of feeling. Um, in some ways, in some ways it wasn't, I don't know. I've never been in a band where it's like, Four guys start it, and everybody writes the music mm -hmm. equally, and everybody shares everything equally, and you know. So I don't, I don't even have a lot of experience with that. I've always been in bands where there's like somebody that's kind of doing the grunt of the business work, right? And everybody else is like part of it in cer to certain degrees. Um, but I'm grateful to have Doug as sort of like the one who's been with it for the past few years. Um, and, and was he involved with this? <laughs> With the marching band, with the other 10-piece yeah. band? Yeah, so we've but, been playing for a really long time. So you, you kind of get that when you see us. There's a, I mean, I'm not like, all the drummers we've played with are freaking amazing. Sure. But um, there's definitely a thing when you see Doug and I, we have a certain emotional connection at this point that is palpable on stage, I think. Yeah, and th uh, that you're on, on the same wavelength, which is incredibly yeah. key. And it's fun to have different, it, I love playing with different drummers that bring totally different, We've now played with like five different drummers in this band and they've all been like completely different in in some way or another and it's fun. I love that. Um, See, I, I'm going to say that that's really interesting to hear and I and I, I like hearing that because it, it's a great indication that you're just you're you're open to somewhat different interpretations of your oh, yeah. of your songs as compared to sort of saying this is exactly what they must sound like. Well, I come from the jazz world. I mean, I know that's weird. I shouldn't even say that anymore. But I come from the improvisational world for sure. Sure. Okay. That's and, probably a different, better way to say it. Yeah. And I always, yeah, I, that was always a thing for me. I always like to be very open to what other people have to say musically. And um, that's a for better or worse thing sometimes mm -hmm. when you're trying to write music. But with this stuff, it's been, you know, I don't know, but I can be pretty picky on, I, I know what I want. <laughs> And uh, I definitely know what I want, but I'm yeah. also very open when a drummer like, like this guy we're playing with right now. He's a wild man. He's the yeah. most wild man drummer we've ever played with, and it's it is a it's a ride, man. It's great. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I love it. I love I love doing different things. Well, well, let's hear an, another track from the album. We'll come back and uh, which we'll, one's this? Ah, 
you want to know? I love this song too. There's like, there's got to be a great story, and we're going to be drinking tequila, and so right, I'll tell I, the story after. <laughs> but I figure uh, there's got to be a little bit of drinking that went on to the making of uh, "Find My Baby." Yeah, there's talk about drummers. <laughs> Just a little one. This is "Find My Baby" by the Atones. You are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Hey, you are listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. We're visiting with Jake from the Atones. Uh, and what we're going to do now, and I hope everybody else does this at home. Is, responsibly. <laughs> is it possible to drink tequila responsibly? We're, we are going to, we are going to demonstrate it on the label. Yeah, it probably does say that on the label. So cheers to everybody, uh, listening at home. And whether you're, whenever you listen to this, uh, maybe have a shot of tequila with us. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that, is that, wow. Is that, uh, no limes. Sorry. I think it went down the wrong place. <laughs> and who are Thanks, we toasting Altos. with? Thanks, Altos. Oh. Yes, that might have uh, qualified as a bit of uh, dead air there while we while we did those shots. So we heard "Find My Baby" from the Atones and their album "Eviction Notice," and we followed it with a band from Glasgow, Scotland, Pinact. Their song "Seems Pinact" are playing around the corner on Thursday night at Alphaville, so you can actually take in Pinact, and then, as you jokingly said. That you can be, uh, the Atones can be the after party oh, yeah. for Pin Act on Thursday night. Because you guys are playing in the city. Yeah. That's just, that sounds like a really fun gig you guys are doing. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> if you do say so yourself. I mean, this is the thing. We're playing at this bar. It's called Bell Rev. When you're a musician, I feel like most of my musician friends would agree you don't really go out to bars very often because you're always playing at them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just playing a lot, so you end up going to all the bars you play at, whatever. Um, or you go back to the bars you play at to see your friends play. But this bar, Bell Rev in Tribeca, is it's my favorite bar in New York. And ah, I know okay. It's, it's, I mean, there's, there is one other bar, but I'm not going to talk about it. But <laughs> I like, right, big bar in Manhattan, my other favorite. Thank, hey, man. Um... But yes, Bell Rev in Tribeca, it's a it's a neighborhood bar for a neighborhood that doesn't deserve it is the the phrase that's been coined. Um but it's just so much fun and everybody that works there is super cool. They're all artists or do something really fun. And uh, I played there every week last year on Sundays and it was really really fun. Just as a as a solo or with the band? I, I was doing it it's a variety. different thing. It, it was just kind of a pickup band thing. I was playing keyboards and rocking out and doing like Elton John songs and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, okay. it was really fun. But we play there with the Yatones every now and then. And this Thursday we're doing a. It's going to be really fun. Um, so it'll start around nine with this guy Artie Sin, who's a mm-hmm. real cool like blues rocker guy. And then we're going to play, and then we'll just jam, and it'll go to like one a.m. And yeah, it's just it's a really cool bar. And most importantly. It's free. It's free. Yeah. Which is, oh yeah, drinks aren't free, but <laughs> music's free. Unless you're here in the studio with us, then the tequila's yeah. free. It's the only time. Uh, I'm not sure I'd want to be paying for that tequila. Sorry, Altos. Yeah, 
yeah, no, no, no plug for Altos. Whatever. But still, we can do another shot later. So, um, but yeah, so it's the Atones. Per node record anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and Artie Sin Show. It's at Bell Rev 305 Church Street. Uh, and that is Thursday night. So, if you, uh, although if you want to start your evening going to Alphaville, uh, seeing Pin Act from Glasgow, and then uh, hop on the L train and something else and get you down to Tribeca. All, pretty much all the trains go there. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything will go there. Yeah. Right. So these songs, like what you're saying is that this album has been sort of like coursing through your veins for a while, a long yeah. while. Yeah. And it, it almost sounds like you were just sort of like looking for that opportunity to just like, okay, now now's the time they got to come out. Well, the truth is I wasn't. Is no, okay. Is that it just happened. This album kind of like happened. The whole <laughs> band kind of happened. Okay. I, I'm a piano player. Yeah, okay, which you said you were. I went to school for, for jazz piano. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Where where but, where uh, was that, if you don't mind me I went asking? I NYU. Oh, So I've been cool. in New York for a long time. I've been mm-hmm. in New York for like almost 10 years. But uh, yeah, man, it was weird. Like I, I got out of school and I was kind of pretty jaded, as a lot of people get. <laughs> and um, I, I learned guitar through Bossa Nova in college. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was into. And then, and then after college, I was just like kind of a little tired of piano. And I started playing guitar a little bit. And then I can remember it like yesterday, the day that I find my baby is the first song that I wrote. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I literally just picked up the guitar and I was like, I got into folk music and I was into this like Bob Dylan stuff. And I literally like sitting on my bed and I just played this, that opening chord, which is actually like the Bob Dylan thing. And that was it, man. I was just like, oh, this is cool. It all came so fluidly. Like there was no, there was no idea of like, yeah, I want to make a rock band. Mm -hmm. It's just like these songs just kept coming out of me. And I was like, all right, yeah, this is cool. And then I'd bring it to the band and we would make it even more rock. And like, if you listen to some of my original demos are not as heavy. I don't, I didn't know exactly what it was. I just knew the vibe and the songs were just kind of coming to me. And then the, like the band really moved it into this world. And now it's become like a very clear vision, which, which I'm, I'm really happy with. Um, when we put out the record, there was a few other songs we recorded that aren't on the album because I was like, you know, let's just go with this vibe. Let's just go direct very in your face and do this thing um but yeah it's weird like a lot of, uh, there are also some songs like a real song for instance was a i <laughs> like i it was there was a demo that i had from like years ago of me just playing that opening riff it was just sitting around yeah. for years and then when we were working on this album i like pulled it up i was like this is kind of cool this thing i don't i could barely play guitar at the time <laughs> And I was like, but I listened and I was like, it's cool. So a lot of it ended up being, a bunch of them ended up being like little voice memos that I had from years ago that I kind of thought were dumb. And then I listened to them later. I'm like, no, it's not dumb. This is, this is actually pretty weird and cool. <laughs> so, so as if your advice is to any other musicians, like just hang on to all that stuff. My, the, the, the only way, the best way of writing for me is just voice memoing everything I do and listening to it at least a month later because I have a real hard time just like writing something mm-hmm. in the moment. Like I was just doing it right before I came here. I was like working on a riff and like, I don't know, maybe it's cool, but I, I think I need to wait like a month to know if it's actually cool or not. 
Right. So so it's not like you have that eureka moment of like, dang. Sometimes you do, but but then like, yeah, I have that all the time. But like, and then, and then like you come back later. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, two months later, I'm like, oh no, that was actually sick. I mean, so we got a new single we're putting out at some point, mm-hmm. whenever, you know, whenever I don't know, whenever it gets out. Yeah. And I thought that I wrote this riff like a few months ago, but I found a voice memo of it from 2014. <laughs> Like it's straight up. I literally was like, I know I definitely wrote this recently, but I didn't, but that's how it happens sometimes. Now, where did you go on your most recent tour? Um, we did, uh, it's kind of like the standard loop. Um, like Nash, like going as far as Nashville and as I would say that's not the standard loop. Well, that's for sure. Florida, like, Oh, okay. Like going Nashville, Florida. We did it kind of in a weird way, but, you know, Midwest, Southeast. And that's what we're doing this time, mm-hmm. too. It's kind of the same thing, but we're playing some different places in between. I grew up in Florida, so I always okay. go to Florida. And uh, can we tell people that you're doing the official Blink-182 after party now? <laughs> I'm going to check my email. Let, check my email. Let's just see if the contract came through in PDF form. I kind of want to say it. Say what this email said. It's really weird. <laughs> it does sound really weird. He yeah. said... He's trying to cancel this gig that we're going to play in Chicago. We'll play, be playing somewhere in Chicago. But he says, I hate to do this, but I just realized that we booked the show on kind of an impossible night. We've got a mega sold-out Blink-182 show at Metro, and I think no matter how we scale the night, it could be a nightmare for bands in terms of people just being kind of disrespectful. What does that mean? <laughs> does, does that mean they'll be yelling out Blink-182 songs? Because if it's that, I'm fucking down. I want, like The thing with this band that... I think that so. So you're saying you get know that like, I I played uh, we played for a friend of mine the other night who had never seen us and he said something to me that I think is a thing that a lot of people might not get which is like they hear us and like yeah this is like a rocking band it's cool but like live this band is very aggressive very rocking like we want to be playing shows for for. We, we want to fight our audience. <laughs> you want to be playing for drunken sailors and motorcyclists. We're, out, we're yeah. out there trying to freaking bring you like the most heavy rocket night of your life. It's really, we go 1,000%. And I think that's a special thing. Sometimes, you know, I see, we see a lot of bands that I love their music, but I feel like they're kind of like, they don't do that. And it's like nothing against that. I love a lot of, you know, I mm-hmm. love fucking James Blake. He just sits there and plays piano. It's the most amazing show I've ever seen, but he's not like jumping around. We're fucking going out there, man. So, so here's here's the thing. I, I I'm it's glad you mentioned that because tequila's hitting <laughs> as, as harsh as it was. But to, but to, to to take your comment and to tie it back into the band I saw out at PDX Pop now, uh, Wave Action, they were they were that sort of same. They, the the music um, like like on the recording. No offense to. Darren and the guys in the band, if they ever happen to hear this, um, like I like I think it could be a, a, a little bit better. And I'm excited yeah. to hear that they're going to be releasing new material. But what was so fun about it, what was so great, what really sort of brought me in was seeing the guys up on stage, like playing, having fun, yeah. feeling the music. Uh, and the, the best part of it was, and, and this sounds really creepy, there were some little kids around the stage, which uh, so PDX Pop now is all ages and yeah, yeah. whatnot. And so there were kids around the stage 
playing air guitar and air band oh, yeah. while wave action was playing. Sick. And I was like, this is awesome. They're mimicking the people up on the stage because they see the people up on the stage having so much fun and they were having a, lot, a ton of fun too. And, and it, like I say, in all due respect to the band, like I think if they just stood there and played their instruments, I would have been, eh. yeah, but, but their infectious nature on the stage made me have a better time while I was yeah, watching absolutely. the band. And, and, and that sounds for, like what you're saying. Room, yeah. And there's room for everything, but we really try to like, Doug just came up with an idea. I mean, we just did it on Saturday at their first show that every show we're going to do like the like wild man award of the night or like the like crazy, yeah. crazy move of the night after every show, we're going to give ourselves an honorary award. Um, and I want it. I want it on Saturday. But Doug usually, <laughs> Doug usually wins it. He's pretty ridiculous. A lot of that comes from him, man. It's like he's he's one of the wildest bass players I've ever seen. I mean, it doesn't get crazier than yeah. Doug. He's crazy. He's a psychopath on stage. <laughs> <laughs> so if the free wasn't a hook enough to come out on Thursday night, having a crazy wild man bass player. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, and I've, I played jazz with him, and he's the same. <laughs> that's the craziest part um so let, let's let's go into a sort of a good segue into somebody uh who we're gonna you you just played with recently um and the importance of oh, yeah. playing a gig because you never know who's there and where that's gonna lead to uh and then i'm talking about the black fires oh, yeah. who you just played with over uh at rough trade they, they go in they definitely go in yeah I've, a I've, lot of fun. I've seen them a couple times, and it's that way, and it's fantastic. And for those people who don't know the story, you know, I mean, they were tearing it up on a stage. Someone saw them and talked to so on and so on. And oh, by the way, then they got to open for Aerosmith over in 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 Moscow. So uh, let's hear from the Black Fires. Uh, maybe we'll do another top shot of tequila. I don't know. And then shout, uh, <laughs> shout out to Anthony, Anthony Mim, and we'll hear the uh, title track. From our guests this evening, the Atones Eviction Notice. This is the Blackfires, Rock Beast.
just go, man. Come let's, on. Let's just go. Let's just you are listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. We're visiting with Jake from the Atones. That was the title track from their recent release, their debut album. No, you know, shaking your head no, debut. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's it, man. It, 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 the debut album. Eviction Notice. Eviction Notice. Eviction Notice. Um, and before that, we heard Rock Beast by our mutual friends in the Blackfires. Um, who you, if you have not had the opportunity to see live, uh, I highly, highly recommend that you get out to go see them. Uh, the Atones are going to be playing again Thursday evening at Bell Rev, which is 305 Church Street in Manhattan. It's free. It's the Atones and the Artie Sin show. Um, and tour plans. We talked about the old tour. So where's yeah. the new tour going? Out to, I saw dates for out in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Where else? Cleveland? So we're, we're playing Chicago. We're playing Cleveland. We're playing Muncie, Indiana. Okay? <laughs> Not everybody can say that. Do you know how hard it is to get a gig in Muncie? <laughs> no, we're, we're, I'm really excited. I, haven't, I gave up a while ago. Yeah, exactly. You can shoot all the emails you want. Um, but, yeah, no, we're playing. The big ones are Chicago, Nashville. Uh, we're playing a show I'm very excited about in Tampa. Um, we're playing in Savannah at my favorite bar in Savannah, El Rocco Lounge. This place is freaking amazing. Um, and we're doing a couple of cool breweries. We're, we're doing a couple of Lagunitas breweries. Nice. That's okay. Fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, those are kind of the main cities. Doing Atlanta and like a bunch of stuff in between. Just hit doing the rounds. Grind, grinding it out. Grinding it out. But it's going to be a lot. It's, yeah. you know, I've done all sorts of tours with different things. Uh, different types of bands, bigger bands, smaller bands. You know, I I definitely like, I foresee and hope that we'll we'll sort of move on to maybe doing like a bigger like uh, what we'd really like to do next is like find a cool heavy rocking band ideally to open up for somewhere, <laughs> but um, like open up on the road. But there's there's something real magical about these kind of more DIY tours where you're crashing with people every night. You yep. don't always know where you're gonna be staying, but. <laughs> Last time was so fun. The spots that we didn't know where we were staying were, were often the best. As long as you're not announcing on stage, does anybody have a place where we can stay? I mean, we did it. Really? Yeah. We had a, the best time in Charlotte. We, we didn't, I didn't know anybody really, and we did that and met this guy, really cool guy. He was a, he was a pastor at a <laughs> church, and, uh, but like a really cool dude, and we ended up hanging with him all night. He brought us to all these cool, cool spots and bars. And we stayed at his house, which was like this really beautiful house for like college students. Mm -hmm. and the, the owner was an older woman. It was just like really nice. And it was great. So those are the kind of the stories that you get to kind of hold on to. Right. That when you're doing the hotel tours, which I've done, you know, it's cool, but it's it's not, you don't have as many stories when you get back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, uh, is do you have, when you get back into the van, yeah. do you have a go-to like CD to pop in? Or is it just um, who's ever in the driver's seat gets to pick? Yeah, it's more like that. But, you know, I'm just always listening to music from 1965 to 1975 pretty much. Oh, yeah, okay. It's pretty much all I listen to. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> fucked up. But, I mean, my big guy, I just like, I mean, Beatles is number one forever, forever. Yeah. I will never, they will never not be my number one band of all time. And then outside of that, it's like John Lennon's everything. Randy Newman, Harry Nielsen, the great songwriters of the era, Led Zeppelin, you know, amazing. And then if I dip into the 
the presidents like James Blake, D'Angelo, Kendrick. Um, I've you know I'm, I've gotten a lot more educated on on like what's happening in rock and roll since I created this band. Mm-hmm. So like I'm really into that band Fuzz right now. It's like Ty Seagal's band thing with that other the other guy I can't remember his name. Um, and uh, you know Jack White obviously everything sure. he does is great. Rock and tour is great. Um, and chill out, guy. I just I check out a lot of new. I try to check out a lot of new stuff now um, that I'm doing this more. But um, yeah, yeah, me too. But you're mentioning a whole bunch of stuff that I haven't checked. You haven't heard Fuzz? No, no, no. Oh, no but uh, it's okay. Really sick. Me- men- mental note now. It's to... really, really sick. <laughs> um, I really like them. And you know, uh, Rival Sons. Yes. Band. Yes. Um, and there's these guys in New York, London Souls, been around forever. London Souls are amazing. Yeah, yeah amazing band. They're one of the first bands that I saw in New York that's doing the kind of like rock and roll thing that I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I remember seeing them at Bowery Electric, rest in peace, the original. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Bowery Poetry Club. Bowery Electric's still around. Yeah. No. Sorry. No, never mind. Who, who knows? Who Scratch knows? that. <laughs> We're playing there soon. The Bowery Poetry Club, the classic, and seeing them there and just being like, God damn, these guys are insane. Yeah, I I mean now when they play in town they play at big shows and Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's that's great. That's, that's totally what great. the you know, whatever I'll say for us, the whole purpose of the show is uh we want to yeah. support those independent bands totally. who are on the uh on the upswing and yeah. uh or actually I just want to support bands that I like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so we listen to all sorts of shit. Yeah. You know, just all sort. Everybody's into different stuff, um, and and then so all these things, all these riffs are percolating through your through your brain. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> and so, where's the what's the timeline for? You know, not to put the pressure on you, but we're talking October 2016. Uh, no. uh, I know, it's and and it it almost seems like it's like back to like horrible. public publisher parish, right? Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you sort of have to like. Well, okay. I mean, we got this freaking single that sounds amazing. If cool. Any like you know any record labels out there that want to help us out? Talking to you. <laughs> no, this single sounds amazing. I, you okay. know, I go through like existential crisis of like, should I just put it out like in twenty minutes? I could just put it up right, right. now. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, should I do it the right way or whatever? And then, but outside of that, we're we are. I have we have like a a lot of demos going that are very badass so where we'll probably record a bunch when we get back in september um, okay wow that's a long tour yeah well we're going august 1st through august 25th fantastic um, we're playing at we're playing with uh uh kalindo parker who's um janelle monet's guitar player we're playing with him on august 25th that's like our final thing of the tour which will be really fun at drum um yeah and then we're back and uh we're thinking I definitely think we should get cap- capture something mm-hmm. at the end in, in September. Um, right. But yeah, you know, there's just so many questions about how to do it right now. <laughs> I, I, I wish I had the answer sometimes. Um, um, but this new thing is great and I'm sure whatever we got going on after that will be great. So we'll keep, well, we'll keep trucking. Best place to, for people to pick up your, your music. Uh, I always like to recommend live shows going out to pick up physical copies of CDs, yeah. t-shirts. Well, I mean, Bandcamp's fine. Um, the truth is, man, you know, I can talk about you buying the CD, but 
you're probably not going to buy it unless you really fucking love it. I mean, even if you really fucking love it, you're not going to buy it because you're going to listen to it on Spotify. But listen, no. Spotify pays. I know that like it doesn't pay a lot, but here's what I... If there are 50 people listening right now, yeah, go to our Spotify account and listen to the songs. Listen to a few songs. Pick one you like. Send it to three of your closest friends. Uh-huh. And say, hey, can you listen to this song? It's this band that's fucking awesome. Just check this song out. If you like it, please take three of your friends and send it to them. <laughs> that's actually that's an awesome way it's to a approach real way things. To do it, I mean, it's crazy, man. All you need is to get hundred thousand human beings on this planet of billions of people, <laughs> right? To click on your song, to click on your freaking song for free, and you can make money. <laughs> a dollar. <laughs> no, no, dude, it's not a dollar. That's the thing. There's a perception that it's a dollar. It's not. 500,000 plays is $3,000. Cool. How many 500,000 people clicking? Right. Is that a lot? It's not a lot of effort. In the grand scheme of things. It's a, it, of things. It, it's a good way to look at so, it. So, you know, I don't know. The music industry, it's tough. It's weird. It's just, it's not tough. It's just weird. You know, it's like when you look at it that way, it's so easy. It's like, oh, all you need is a million people to click and you get $5,000. <laughs> When you look yeah. at it that way, it's like, that's so simple. But um, anyway, I don't know how to do it. But if you're out there, tell your friends. Just listen to us. Yep. Keep it streaming. That's a, Keep it's it a, streaming, that's baby. a great approach. Or just send me some money. Like, <laughs> the address online. Yeah. But you don't have to. Make Spotify give me the money. <laughs> Fuck them. Jake, it, it, it's been great. Thanks for sharing a shot of tequila that with me. Beautiful. And uh, you'll get to see the pictures of us wearing matching shirts. I'm still wearing uh, And Jake is still wearing uh, my matching shirt. And uh, th- we're going to close that with Believe by the band and oh, follow it up with one. something from uh, the DTs and their most recent release, uh, Just a Little Taste. Thanks for having us. We just us. had a little taste of tequila. So yeah. you've been listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.